Hey, you lonely girl. I know you want to be happy and feel loved in your marriage. I bet you're discouraged and feel rejected with the silence, avoidance, and lack of communication. Hey, I'm Jennifer. I too have felt loneliness and disappointment, especially in my marriage. I wanted unity and honest conversation, but the reality was nothing ever changed. But I kept trying harder because I was afraid to fail and disappoint God. But then I realized I couldn't disappoint God, and I found healing through honest communication with Him. This is the Honest Ugly Podcast where you will find grace, freedom, fulfillment, and joy as you grow in your friendship and intimacy with the one who knows your needs and meets them. Pull on your shoes, I'll grab my dog Mia, and let's go for a little walk in the sunshine. The Honest Ugly Truth today is that you may be grieving and not even realize it. So a while back when this podcast was was actually birthed in my heart, I was driving and I was thinking about this particular person that was really close to passing away. And I thought, well, I'll probably get text messages and cards in the mail and maybe some phone calls expressing people's sympathy and saying sorry for your loss. And then I thought, but man, I've been bleeding out on the table. My soul's been crushed by loss and broken in so many ways like a death has happened in my heart and the texts are few the cards don't come the phone calls are sparse and i just thought wow our culture seems to only acknowledge grief if there's a dead body so that was kind of my thought and i just was thinking that I wonder how many men and women are grieving and secretly suffering in silence and they don't even know they're grieving and they wouldn't even know to search for tools on healing from grief or anything because they're not thinking that they're grieving. And if they are thinking that they're grieving, then maybe when they do some internet searches, all it pulls up is how to heal from grief from the death of a loved one. Anyway, so days went by and this particular person did pass away and I did. I got cards and I got messages and I got texts. I got a few phone calls in public. I got condolences and I thought, wow, yeah, it is true. When there is a dead body, grief is acknowledged. And when there's a death of a relationship or death of a, a dream, a loss of whatever, future expectations, death of a marriage, whatever it is, it's not really acknowledged as grief. But the thing is, when, you, when you're going through deep sorrow, you are grieving. You're grieving what is. You're grieving what could be but isn't. You're grieving what never will be. Like the dreams that you had or the plans that you made or the vows that you took with somebody. Those things may not happen and there's a deep loss there. And when you look up the dictionary, Webster's Dictionary for Grief is deep sorrow. And sorrow's definition is... A feeling of deep distress caused by loss. So when I think about you listeners out there who are lonely in your marriage and you're, um, you're trying to heal from rejection and you just desire intimacy, I'm just thinking that you're suffering and you're grieving and you, you may not even realize it because of how we have handled grief in our culture, in our circles, our church circles. And I just think that we might lie to ourselves and we stay stuck because if we're not able to acknowledge the grief, then we're not able to let God heal it because it's not that we're lying to ourselves on purpose, but 
if we can't just name what is, if we can't be honest with what really is, then we don't even know what to bring before the Lord. So we just, we just say stuck in that place. So when one of my children were little, this was several years ago, probably a decade ago, one of my sons said to me, Mama, you're always just so sad. Like the look on your face just looks so sad. And reflecting on that, I can see that I just stayed in this constant state of grief. I I just carried this heavy, this loss of what wasn't, this this death of what never would be, just just this heaviness that I just desired more out of relationship, intimate relationship. And because that was such a loss in my life, it kept me in a deep state of grief. So I'm just a firm believer in that when we're unaware, we're unable to be honest. And when we're un we're when <laughs> when we are not honest, we can't heal. We can't invite God into that place that we aren't identifying. And so today I want to talk to you about three steps to healing grief. The first thing is we we need to identify and we we need to recognize and admit that we're grieving. If you are an individual in a lonely relationship and you struggle with sadness and disappointment, maybe frustration, maybe even anger, you don't even know where those angry outbursts come from, just lots of little identifiers that we may be suffering from grief, but we have to recognize it first and we have to admit it. And one way to do that is just to recognize the five the five stages of grief. I mean, you can do your own little research here. I'm not going to teach you the five stages, but there's denial, of course that I think that we live in. Sometimes I know that I have. We just live in this place of preferred reality versus actual reality. So we're just in denial over our circumstance. I mean, obviously, if if a loved one does pass, then we become in denial over just that that shock factor, right? But when there isn't a death of a loved one, if, if it's a death of a dream or a marriage or a broken relationship with a child or whatever, we, we, we deny that truth of the actual reality and we live in that place of preferred reality. So we can deny, we will be in a denial. We may be angry. We may be bargaining. Like we might just... Um, ask the Lord, you know, if I, if I'll do this, then will you do this in my marriage or in my relationship with my kids or my closest friendships or whatever? Or it may be in a way that we just tell ourselves, well, if I do this, if I work harder, if I'm more intentional here, or if I'm more detailed here, if I try, you know, this, if I, you know, initiate this, then we just expect God to deliver something, and, and, that, and that doesn't happen either. And so that's just one way of bargaining in this particular situation with relationships. And so we might just have this false hope that what we do will actually work this time. And then, of course, grief involves depression. And um, eventually, as we start to heal, we just accept what is and then we're able to heal and and keep moving forward. And notice I don't say move on because I don't think we ever completely heal from deep grief and being shattered, but I do believe that God helps us function in that from a more healed and whole place. So the first thing we have to do is recognize that we may be grieving and just admit that it's grief. Just put a name on it and quit telling ourselves that, that we're not grieving because we haven't lost a loved one. We A loss is a loss. Um, suffering is suffering. And I think that sometimes we, especially if you grew up in a church culture, 
when it talks about suffering, then you might have heard phrases like, you're not really suffering. Kids in third world countries are suffering, or you don't really know suffering unless you're a martyr for Jesus, or, I mean, you're not really suffering unless you're on the beach, you know, about to get your head cut off for the name of Jesus. But but suffering is just the state of underlying pain and distress and hardship. So you can be suffering in, in your marriage. You can be suffering in your closest relationship because there's this underlying pain and this distress and this hardship. And don't just deny that you might be grieving because it doesn't look like what maybe you've been told grieving is. Or don't deny that you're suffering because you it, it doesn't look like what you've been told or conditioned to believe that suffering is. So recognize it, admit it. And then the second thing that we need to do to begin healing from this grieving that we're doing is we need to be completely honest about our emotions. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but me and lots of friends that I have, I think we we tell ourselves what we should do as the as the good girl. Like we should be thankful. We should um, not be mean. We should be kind. We should 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 like we should ourselves to death instead of just bringing our honest truth before the Lord. So instead of saying, gosh, I'm really ungrateful for this particular circumstance, instead of being honest with God about that, a lot of times we just go to the Lord and say, God, I should be thankful. Can you help me be thankful? When really, like the healing process for me, God has just come in and with his Holy Spirit, like allowed me to be honest and say, I am ungrateful. I am mad. I am hurt. I am this. I am that. He's just let me really identify the ugly parts of my emotions without making myself line up with how I should be. And so it's just, it's brought lots of healing for me. It's brought lots of freedom because God knows how we feel anyway. We've heard that little, I don't know if it's a cliche or not, but we've heard that like God already knows anyway how we feel. So we might as well be honest. But are we, are we being honest? Like I had, I had a friend tell me recently, I just wish that he would die. I mean, I've, I've said that and like there's a few places that it, that is safe to be heard and there's other places that is not safe to be heard but it's just honest and God can do something when we're honest and I had another friend say I just wish my my husband would cheat on me so I would have a reason to leave now that's a whole different episode coming in the future but instead of instead of sugarcoating that with the, the Lord instead of going to him and saying God just help me be the wife I should be help me be thankful help me this help me this because I should be this I should be that how about we come to the Lord and just be completely honest and raw because we know he's a safe place and he can begin to heal those places in us those places that are grieving and suffering and have deep deep sorrow and this underlying pain and distress God can come in and begin healing those places when we're honest. Okay, so we have to recognize and admit that we're grieving. We have to be completely honest with our emotions, with God, and with ourselves, and with others. Like, you've got to find a safe place um, that you can be heard with with a community. You can join my Facebook community, the 
the community where the Honest Ugly podcast people are gathering and we're a place of connection and honesty. That's a good place to find connections. I'm not saying post it on Facebook. I'm just saying that find, find some people in there that you can be honest with because they'll hold your, hold your honesty well. And you have to be really honest with yourself, whether that's in a journal, whether that's just on a walk and you're talking to the Lord, whether that's looking in the mirror, whatever it is, you have to be honest with yourself. You got to quit lying to yourself. If you're miserable and unhappy, you've got to stop telling yourself what you should do, how you should act, how you should show up. You got to be honest with yourself and, and admit that you're miserable and that you're grieving and that you wish maybe never, you would have never made this choice or you're really wanting this. This is your deepest desires. You've got to be honest with God. You've got to be honest with yourself and you've got to be honest with your community of people. Okay, so we're going to be honest with all those, all those places. And then the third thing to heal in this grieving, this deep sorrow, this intense pain that we've got going on, we have got to start asking God to heal us. You know, there's this verse that keeps coming to my mind, you have not because you ask not. And the other day, a friend and I were texting and I something she said, I don't remember all of her words right in this moment, but something she said made me realize oh, wow, I think I quit being bold in my prayers with the Lord. Why is that? I've always been bold in my prayers with the Lord. And then I realized, oh, wow, I think maybe because I started believing the enemy when the enemy would tell me that you're being demanding of God. And I don't want to be demanding of God. He's not a genie in a bottle for me. And so then I stopped praying bold prayers. But there's a still small voice in my heart that keeps saying, you have not because you ask not. And so I just thought, wow, we've got to start praying bold prayers again. And one of those bold prayers is, God, heal me. I know I can't fix myself. I know I, I cannot do one more thing. Like sometimes we just come to the place where we've done all we can do. And now the work that's left in us is only the work of the Holy Spirit. But we have to invite him into that. We have to ask him to heal us, help us, help me breathe, help me get through this day. Help me, God. I'm desperate for you. I need you. I need your help. I need your healing. Like we have to invite God into that place because he's the only one that can heal us. Yes, we can do the work to position ourselves. We can pick up these habits of soul care and loving ourselves the way God loves us. And we can work on our identity. We have a part to play. But God is the ultimate healer. He's the one that's going to heal us. And so we have to trust him to heal us. But first we have to start asking. So today I hope you leave with those three things. First, that you need to recognize and admit that maybe you're grieving. I would recommend if you're not familiar with the five stages of grief that you do that and see how that applies to your closest relationships and see where you are there. And then learn to be honest, completely honest. The name of this podcast is The Honest Ugly. Your honesty, I promise you, is not going to look good on a resume if you're applying for a job in any kind of ministry, okay, because it's going to be ugly and you probably wouldn't be chosen as a poster child for Christianity, right? If you get really completely honest with God because what's in our hearts are ugly and dark and and full of so much that isn't accepted in the Christian culture. But you got to get honest, guys. You got to get honest with God, with, with yourself and with your community, your closest community that you can trust that is safe. And we got to start asking God to heal us. So I'm excited you're here and I hope that you will check into that Facebook group community. The link will be in the show notes. And I look forward to chatting with you next episode. I absolutely love meeting you guys here, but I did it again. I always seem to do all the talking. 
especially here in this space. But I want to hear from you. It's a highlight to hear the honest parts of what's on your heart. So go click the link in the show notes to join our Facebook community where you can chime in about this specific episode. If you're encouraged here listening to the Honest Ugly podcast, be sure and subscribe and share with a friend. I'll talk to you guys soon. But before we leave, say this with me. I am fully known and deeply loved. Nothing I do will make God love me more and nothing I do will make him love me less.